Well, welcome into Navigating Change with Shane and Mike. We're glad to have you join us for the show today. Our special guest today is Melissa Bishop. She's a woman of God, mother, ministry innovator, and married to Shane. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Melissa, welcome to the podcast. We're glad to have you here. How's it going? It's going great. How have we started so far? Have we been laughing a lot? We've been laughing a a whole lot. I think you already said cut once. So, and outtake, outtake rule. Well, we were supposed to do this like a month and a half ago. Yes. What happened? Well, uh, you know, we had that snow, yeah. and snow's not a big deal unless you have a car like Shane's, which is a weenie car. <laughs> a um, weenie car! <laughs> and uh, he couldn't get his car. It's like the Oscar Mayer mobile. I just drive around in the weenie car. <laughs> he probably could have gotten out of our driveway. That's right. No, it's fueled by mustard. He couldn't get out of our driveway, so we had to take yeah. my car. So yeah. there was, yeah. Now, I think he's got an upgrade of a car now. Right now, he's driving his father's purple minivan, and it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I drove up to get my granddaughter and my grandson to take them for a snack yesterday. My granddaughter walks out of her house. She goes, Papa, you've borrowed the only car in the world older than yours, and you have an iPhone 6. So that's how I was greeted by my 10-year-old granddaughter. That's funny. But yes, yeah, so, and I think it's funny because I think we were going to talk about marriage. The, yeah, the last yeah, that's time. off. And, but no. <laughs> and I think Let's what, call the whole thing off. And I think what was funny was the day that we were supposed to be talking about marriage, I think Shane and I were screaming at each other in the driveway while sure. he was pulling away in my vehicle. Well, that's because and, Melissa kept saying, you can get out of the drive. We have a half mile rock lane. Yeah. We had eight inches of snow, <laughs> and I have about two inches of clearance in my car. Uh-huh. And Melissa is kind of emasculating me I because I because I don't have the courage to plow through our lane. I so I said, it. fine, fine. So I back out of the garage. I got two and a half feet. I'm hopelessly stuck for four days. He was. He was stuck for four days. So anyway, we're here. We're here. I'm glad. It, yeah, we're, we're good. We're here. No snow, purple minivan. It's awesome. Let me tell today is our dating anniversary for Valerie and I. Aww, happy, is that is that a happy, thing? Happy well, dating just, anniversary. It is. Happy yeah. Anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. Dataversary. Is there a, a is there a customary gift? There's you not. There's I'm just honestly I'm proud that I remembered. I like that. I put I'm, I remembered like a week ago, so I put it in my calendar. Okay, yeah. but now that you remember, there needs to be a gift. There should be no gift for a dating anniversary. Sure, I, there should be. Absolutely. Teeth whitener. Teeth whitener. That's what you need. No. Teeth whitener. Happy Anniversary. Their family's gorgeous. Give people None teeth. Of them need teeth. I didn't whitening. say they needed oh. it. I just said generally <laughs> speaking. Like, isn't like silver? Isn't there like a silver anniversary? Mm-hmm. Well, no one needs silver. It's just a thing. So this could be dataversary. Here's your teeth whitener. And you wonder honey. why we've been married for so long? How long's it? How long's it been? Uh, almost forty. Almost forty. We were married in 1983, year of our Lord. <laughs> so 38? No, I'm. Th- I don't know. Oh we, we do this a lot. Yeah. 38, yeah. I think. Well, really, if if we want to like spend a whole evening together in conversation, we just have to begin with a single question like, "How long have you been married?" <laughs> that could take hours <laughs> for us, and, and it'll end up with someone I, I, looking for a calculator. I've, I've been around for six years, and I, I'm pretty sure you've missed two or three anniversaries. Like both your of us. daughter, I think, has called yes, and said, "Hey, twice. it's your anniversary." Yeah. And and it's not him missing; it's both of us. Me missing it too. But you know what? I, I kind of think this way. 
after when you're first married like up until about 20 years you're like i want a gift you need to remember i want this beautiful gift and i want this after, and of course you have no money at right. all to get them a gift and after a certain period of time you're just you're just in a rhythm and it's just like and i'm just totally being serious good bad and ugly it's great. Good, bad, and ugly. So every day is kind of like, I don't know, not yeah. an anniversary, but... Well, I remember our first date anniversaries. I, I bought one thing yeah. of teeth even... whitener with 14 <laughs> trays. And then every year, I gave her a second one for 14 years of date anniversaries. Okay. That's false. But I think you're right, Melissa. I think as time goes on, maybe for us anyway, the... Uh, the special occasions maybe take on a little Too less yeah. meaning, yeah. and every day, every day takes I, on more meaning. Even in the yeah. worst, even in the very worst of our times, I want to be like the great you. snow emasculation. The snow emasculation. <laughs> yeah, that even was, on that day. Yeah. As I was. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, my voice went up like four octaves <laughs> that day. That day, you said, "Honey, have a good day," and I say, "Okay." <laughs> so it was it was rough, but you know what? A little counseling, eight maybe nine days later, I was talking again and everything. So no, I was but I'm good. just saying, every yeah. day I I good like I said, good, bad, or ugly. You're my best friend. He's my right. best friend. He yeah. is the 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 lover of my soul besides God. I he's he's yeah. Well, let's stay on that a little longer. Okay. go ahead. But that's where we want to be. Even on the worst yeah, that's right. Day, but even on the worst day, even on the worst day, I, we're best I, friends. So right. yeah. Uh, so it's funny you're saying that. I, I just noticed that so me and Valerie have been married for 13 years. I'm just, I think I'm just starting to value marriage yes. and value the relationship. You know, I've always loved her, yep. obviously committed to marriage and all that, but it's starting to be, dis uh, I'm starting to discover that it's like a really important relationship mm -hmm. uh, in terms of the value yep. of it, the partnership. Well, don't you think early in, in a marriage, you, you think about what makes you happy? Oh, yeah. And then conversely, what's not making you right happy. And that's all it's about. And then I think yeah. you hit a certain point and you realize uh, it's about what makes you better. Yeah. And I am better with Melissa in my life. And she brings value mm -hmm. to my life every single day. And and I think that's a paradigmic shift. And maybe it happens as you get older, maybe as it happens as you get more mature. But marriage at some point, you think, okay, what if the ultimate theological end game of marriage isn't always to make you happy right. that comes and goes? Mm -hmm. right. What if it's to make you better? What if it's to make you more like the person God created yeah. you to be? Then all of a sudden it, it takes on a very different role. Yeah, and there's a high level of accountability in marriage. You know? There really is. Even with close friendships, they don't see all of you. But mm -hmm. when you when you go home, you know, the ups and downs, yeah. you know, there's a it can be a godly accountability yeah. and we get called out. Yep. You ever get called out before, Shane, no. by Melissa? No, no. I, I doubt it. Never. 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 Yeah, no, I mean, I, but I think that's our jobs, isn't it? Isn't yeah. it? Isn't it? My ultimate job is to see him do to 100% of his ability what God's called him to do at yes. all times. Right, that's yeah, wonderful. And see, yeah. that's the other thing. When Shane and I got together, we did not get together because it was this ooey-mooey, gooey. Well, it was for me. Clearly, it wasn't for you. <laughs> So, you know, it, it was ooey and mooey and gooey for me, you know, for me. Honey, you were ooey and gooey yeah. about yourself. You weren't ooey gooey about anybody but that. But anyway. Well, I can't love others until I love me. <laughs> but I'm just Wasn't saying, it a song? I don't know. I remember telling him, I believe that God has put us together. This was right at the very, very beginning. I mean, the very first couple of dates. I believe God's got a purpose. 
I don't know what that purpose is, mm-hmm. but I believe we're to be together for a purpose. Absolutely. And um, and 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 that's that's what we're supposed to be about. And you didn't get it until about. 15 years, <laughs> a couple years ago, <laughs> but it's true when you, when you are together for a purpose and our purpose was to reach people for Jesus and make disciples. And I mean, we were yeah, doing absolutely. Bible studies from the very second we got together and, um, with other people and we hold each other accountable. If I see yeah. him go in a direction, I'm like, wait a second. That's or if right. he sees me, he's like, miss, wait a second. Are you sure yeah. you're thinking? So when God is the center and when he's the purpose, then it's not about you and it's not about me. It's about him and us together with him. And Mike, this, that makes uh, any sense. It makes tons of sense. And and this is probably a good plug <clears throat> for my new book. It's oh, called boy. The Purpose Driven Marriage. <laughs> And I'm writing under a pseudonym, Rick Warren. So uh, I, I feel like the book could do really, really well. Purpose-driven marriage. Is that already a book? Probably. I, I think it's I missed be it. Rick Warren probably did that one. Well, you know. Well, Melissa, you reminded me of a story because I had some mentors early, and whenever me and Valerie were dating, there was a pastor and his wife, and I really respected the pastor. He did a lot of ministry, and I made a mistake of going to the wife. I felt like the wife gave the pastor so much freedom. Oh, uh uh-huh. Okay, and I made the mistake going up to her and saying, when did you just allow him to start doing his own thing? And she said to me something like, honey, I support him because he's doing God's thing. Yes, yeah. And that was important for me early in the game. Like, oh, that's why this is working. Mm -hmm. Because it's a different purpose. Yeah. It's a different purpose. And I can remember early on, you know, when when he would feel like God wanted him to do certain things or go on certain uh, mission trips or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, a part of me were like, was sometimes like, well, crud, I'm going to be here by myself yes. with the yeah. kids and, and whatever. But then I switched my thinking, thinking to myself, you know what? That's what God's called him to do. And while he's gone, you do what I'm calling you to do. And right mm. now I'm calling you to the ministries that you're in. That's right. keeping you here. and um, So that was a shift in your thinking. So you're like, okay, absolutely. God, you're telling him to do this. Right. Well, yeah, you're going to, just like any, you're going to be a little lonely when he's at, but then you're, wait a minute, God, you've given me something right. to do. So you start thinking right. differently because right. you have purpose. A- absolutely. God did not put us together for him. God put Amen. us together yeah. for God, yeah. and and God put us together to strengthen each other. Not right. that I never had a ministry. Yes, I was a stay-at-home mom, but I did ministry. I've always been in ministry, and as long as we've been in ministry, I've been in ministry. Um, so I, I just think it's a different mind, a different mindset. Instead of thinking, oh, woe is me, yeah. the kids will tell you, my kids, Zach and Lydia, will tell you some of the times that Shane was gone on to Israel or to Mardi Gras or to the trips that he felt he was supposed to go to or conferences, we had the best time that while he was gone because we got to do different things than whenever. Get him you know, out of here so you can have some fun. Get him out so we can And then after the kids left, the Lord often led Melissa to embark upon huge, expensive home projects while I was gone. <laughs> and, no, they weren't expensive. But they were huge home projects. Right, and so it, was, so it got to be kind of fun because Melissa would say to me, when are you going to be gone next? Yeah. And I'd say, oh, well, it's like three months. Ooh, oh, man, yeah. could you do something could sooner? You, could, could you do that But a I do think, yeah. uh, I do think there's much. a lot of truth to that because uh, what, what you said is really good because God, I, I think God doesn't put people together for one person no. or the other. No, 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 no. God puts people together to be a formidable yes, team. a force. Yeah. And yeah. 
and learning to uh, how that works, mm -hmm. I yeah. think takes, particularly for Christian people, for particularly <laughs> Christian people in ministry, I think it just takes a while to figure out how that mm -hmm. works, how mm -hmm. it plays yeah. out. Yeah. And then you kind of negotiate some oh, of those oh, things. negotiate. I love that word. Because people never think about negotiating in marriage. If you don't negotiate your marriage, then you're just living haphazardly. And there's no purpose to I'm an intentional person. And if you don't negotiate things, then you're living your marriage unintentional. And I always think of it like those blow-up things you see at car dealers. That right, they just kind of fly all, all over, over the, place. the place. Yeah. <clears throat> and that little fly thing gets people's attention, but it's not intent. I mean... Yeah, you would want to stake your uh, future on right. it. Right. So, so you think negotiation is a big <clears throat> part of marriage? Absolutely. It's a huge part of marriage, especially in the worst of times. Okay. Like when you're fussing and you're mad at each other. And, right. and it's because you want something and she wants something. Right. And you're not you're not clicking together. And I've always said, I'm a sit at the table person and I don't think you should, I mean, stay at the table person. Yeah. I don't think you should leave the table until okay. that situation is taken care of. Oh, literally. Oh, you, do you mean literally? literally. Like you, you yeah. go to a table we, and we aren't, we aren't leaving. Okay. And that's we're, another I thought that was a metaphor. No, no, no we're not leaving. That's no. how I, that's how whenever I had staff, that's, we were sitting at the table until we get this taken care of. Now, you can have a conversation, honey, I think we need to take care of something. I think we need to get at the table and we just need to stay there. And you realize that it could be a yucky day. It's going to be a terrible day. And if you don't get it taken care of, it's going to be a terrible two days or three or yeah, four. Yeah, yeah. But you're going to stay there until it's done. Well, think about how often couples argue about the same thing. Same thing. Over and over. The same things. And if, if you are arguing about the same things, it's because you haven't clearly negotiated a position mm -hmm. on those. Mm. And negotiation isn't me saying how it's going to mm -hmm. be or her saying <laughs> how it's going to be. There, there's some give and take there's with give negotiation. And take. But when you bring those negotiations yeah. to conclusion, this is how it's going to work. Yeah. We both sign off yeah. on this. We now you have sign off, but we not, do not physically. Sign no, off on it. <laughs> no, Here's but our uh, <laughs> yeah, right. And, and we have our signature tattooed on mm, each other's right, arms. Right. That's but but when you when you sign off on that, you say okay. We don't have to argue about this anymore because it's, already, been negotiated. it's been negotiated. And so, I think from so, so many things about so, a relationship have to be negotiated or you're going to be fighting about them your whole life. So what character traits do you have to bring into that conversation to make a negotiation? Like, well, do you need uh, humility? Do you need... Uh, I think you need an it, understanding you know, that I'm I right <laughs> most of <laughs> the time. You know, and... Uh, yeah, I think there's got to be there has, you have huge to, amounts of mutual oh, respect. Respect and maturity, not humility, maturity. Okay. Because in order to be able to negotiate, you have to be mature enough to sit at the table and not walk away. If you walk away, we have in the... One the, of us tends to walk away more than the other. Which one do you think that is? The one that likes to avoid home conflict because home should be a place of haven, of peace and rest and possibly it's massages. It's the one talking. <laughs> No, and so I'm, you know, he, he's a, well, I'm just going to walk out and, and we aren't going to take care of this and it'll go away. Well, I was raised like, right? That's, yeah, yeah, that's that's true. It's terrible. Because it, deep in my heart, I feel that like 85% of all crises resolve within 48 hours with or without intervention. Yeah. And well, so there are a lot of things I think you, you just let go. Melissa's far less willing to let things go. Because when you right. sweep stuff under the carpet, yes. guess what? It comes back out 
comes back out. So it's I'm, a, I'm yeah. a stay at the table person. Right. It's kind of like you, the witch on Robin Hood, but, Prince of Thieves. They kept having her killed. Remember that? And then she just kept popping right back up. I'm not going there. It was a Kevin hey, Costner uh, thing. But you're obviously you're talking about important things. Yes. Because I know for a fact there's stuff you're like you've said oh, to me. Yeah. Just you just gotta yeah. let it oh, go. Yeah. Yeah, but, and so and that's what we're talking about, really important things that are affecting the marriage or the family. Kingdom, come... can I say crap on no. the show? Yeah. No, okay. we're censored. If if you say crap, then all of a sudden we have to put like an E and when we eva- when we yeah. rate the show on. Okay, anyway. Actually, that being said, we might get more viewers. Yeah, I was about to say, in this day and age. Here's what you have to do as a couple, as a person, as a staff person, as a leader. Yeah. You have to decide in your mind, is this kingdom or is it crap? Okay. If this is just dumb stuff that you're fighting about. You didn't take out the trash. Well, you didn't do the dishes. You left your shoes there again. Oh my gosh, can you not shut that door? That's crap. I mean, that's just dumb stuff. That's stuff that's not even worth losing breath over. And as you've been married a long time, it gets to the point where you don't even care. You know, just pick it up. It's not a big deal. It's not earth shattering. That's not the important stuff. Kingdom stuff. Our physical, emotional, um, spiritual relationship with each other. Our children, our grandchildren. Uh, the the church, Jesus, those things are kingdom. Things that are right. going to last. But the little dumb stuff that everybody gets annoyed with, yeah. well, you forgot my birthday. Well, yeah. big deal. Guess what? When you get to be 60, 70, 80, you're going to get Alzheimer's. You're going to forget everything. So it doesn't... Perspective. It doesn't matter. It's just... It doesn't matter. So... But I, if you think <clears> about <throat> kingdom and, and the way you're using it, uh, I think a lot of times uh, kingdom would be anything that threatens the purpose for which God put you together becomes something yes. that has to be addressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of things are just peevish. Dumb. They're just peevish. Mm-hmm. They, they really don't matter. And I do think as you get older, you're better able to parse yeah. what really matters from what doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and frankly, you, you have far fewer conflicts. Mm-hmm. The conflicts you do have are, are more business meetings. Yeah. Uh, mediation, <laughs> nego- nego- yeah. negotiation. They're yeah. more business yeah. meetings. There's less... Just passion, because mm-hmm. what you really get passionate about are peevish things. Mm-hmm. I don't feel you're treating me right. That is going to have all kinds of energy in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to work out uh, how we're going to handle your travel schedule. Mm-hmm. That is a very different mm-hmm. kind of thing. Well, I don't and, and like so, how you load the dishwasher. Yes, we that's don't have a correct. Dishwasher. That's like a fascinating that. story, Mike. <laughs> okay, let me tell you what happened here. So Melissa tells me that the, the dishwasher's kind of stinky and it's kind of been back there a long time. She's at the cabin? At the cabin. Okay. At the cabin. She's well, afraid there's mice. like mice yeah. under it, dead raccoons, that kind of thing. in your glove box. And We've all had yeah. all kinds of stuff. So she it's has nice. my son come over and pull the dishwasher out so they could clean behind it. She decides we don't need a dishwasher anymore. So I get home, <laughs> a perfectly fine working dishwasher is now in the garage and there's a big hole where the dishwasher used to be in the kitchen, and drum roll please, I'm going to have to pay someone to take the dishwasher away. Unbelievable. So I sent my son Zach a text. Thank you for coming over and helping your mother remove a functioning dishwater dishwasher that I have to pay to yeah. get removed. And now, so I, that is kingdom stuff. Okay, but That's the that. stuff, Mike, I that heard, really matters. I heard all of him. I heard. I let him do his thing. What he just, <laughs> no, no, yeah. what he just did for you is what he did for me. And I, I listened. She I did. listened. And you knew it was coming. And I knew it was coming. Does it look like I... Not at all. Yeah, I don't care. Um, 
So he went through his big rant, his big... There was not yelling. It was hilarious. Went, it was. He went through his big spiel. He went through his big thing. And I felt obliged to do it. I didn't really feel it. I felt like it's my duty to do it. And I looked at him and I said, have you ever used that dishwasher? That's not the point. That, it, said, that wasn't the point. And, and I said, have you ever even put anything in the dishwasher? Once? Because you said put that in the dishwasher, and I did. And you, you don't use a dishwasher? No. I don't know how to work he it. He doesn't even... No. Do you wash your dishes? No, he doesn't. I don't. Do I make hardly any mm-hmm. dishes? And see, again, when you've been married this long, you don't make. We that got many paper dishes. plates. No, I mean, you use I, paper I plates. I make almost it's, no. There's not. I, I really dishes. don't make dishes. Well, there is dishes, but I. No. I, I pour I cereal love, directly in my mouth. You just in the woods. And I, I see. <laughs> that's pretty. I put a little bit of milk. In, I put a little bit of milk in my mouth and then pour cereal yeah. in see, and swallow, so I don't get spoons and bowls dirty. This is where he's delusional. There <laughs> there are dishes. <laughs> there are dishes. Yeah, and I, I didn't know how to work the dishwasher. But the dishwasher did have, there was a mouse that had lived in the dishwasher that oh. had done some nesting in some of the... Um, could be a children's book. It could be you a know, children's really book. You know, it really could be. But I thought it was funny. He was making a lot of to-do about something he didn't have any idea about. It really sounds like you're more entertained. <laughs> I, think, I think there's a certain amount of our relationship now that is, total that is purely entertainment. entertainment. I, I do. It is. And the other it's thing, awesome. the other thing I notice as as you've been married, you know, longer, uh, and and as you have a strong marriage, because we we very much you have a strong marriage, uh, you you probably have fewer conflicts because you've already negotiated a lot of things in the past, so now you don't have to bring them up all the time. Uh, I just noticed that that very few things uh, just keep coming back up. And then when we do have some things, a lot of times they're actually sort of funny. I I think we sort of go through it for the entertainment of the other one. We must be bored. But uh, it's, it's really, it really does change. When you can tell the difference between the important stuff and the peevish stuff, and when you realize that God's put us together for a for purpose, purpose. Yeah. and anything we do that pursues that purpose, those are the things mm-hmm. worth talking about. The other stuff, just let it go. I think, Shane, what I've always kind of, and Melissa talking with you all, it's, as you guys have stayed uh, with it and through ministry and life and everything, it seems like you paint a picture of a marriage that just gets richer and richer mm-hmm. as time without goes a doubt. by. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And it's just a slow process, yeah. right? If any, yeah. if, that's probably something you could say to married couples wherever they're at. It's, you know, it's, it's a, not fast. It's not. It's well, not, and, and I think if we, slow. if you really wanted an honest message yeah. from us, uh, put God first and hang in there. Hang in there. Because we we certainly had some significant challenges oh to our marriage uh, early. We were always faithful to each other and all yeah. of those things, just, but. Our personalities, I mean, we're both type A, we're both firstborn, we're both, you know, I'm right, and I'm a doer, and he's a thinker, and and I'm hyper, and he's not, and and so there there was just a lot of... Yeah, but we we stuck it out, out. and and I guess if people are listening or watching on Twitch, is anyone watching on Twitch? (laughs) I can't tell. All right, so I'm just going to guess, no. So if anyone, Valerie, yeah, she's listening to all this, thinking, boy, I hope I never have to be on this show. But, uh, you know, I I think if there was one thing I would say to people that are are Christian people that that truly do love their spouse, but maybe they're going through a rough time right now, uh, hang, hang in there. Hang on. It, the best is yet to come. <clears throat> and you and don't you always do, like each other. You don't always you, like I each other. I mean, you other. love each other like you don't want 
something. You can have bad oh, stretches, stretches that last yeah. a long period of time. But when we were young, we could have bad weeks. We very seldom now have yeah. a bad have hour. A bad hour. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, that's a that's a shift too. But yeah. but hang in there. Put God first. Yeah. Hang in there. Realize marriage is for God's purpose yeah. to make you into who God's created you to mm-hmm. be. And and my feeling is. If you're looking for happiness from your marriage, I, I define happiness as a predictable response to favorable stimuli. Mm-hmm. So if I get what I want in my marriage, I'm going to be happy, happy, happy. Mm-hmm. But I don't think marriage is about happiness. Mm-hmm. I think marriage is about fulfilling God's purpose. And if you do that, God will give you something better than happiness. He'll give you joy. Joy mm-hmm. and peace. And joy isn't connected mm-hmm. to circumstances. Mm-hmm. And that joy is 24-7, yeah. 365. Happiness will never do that for mm-hmm. you. I would say right now, Mike, we have a joy-filled marriage. Mm-hmm. We have a stronger marriage than we've ever had before. And the word rich, I think, is really important. You know, they always say good wine gets better with age and Diet Coke gets worse. And I think it's really important to put the investment in to marriage and to hold that hope out mm-hmm. that even though you may have a rough day or a rough week, if you put your marriage and God is first, you got a lot to look There's forward hope. to. And something in your, like if people who are listening might be young in their marriage, be mindful of each other. That's a thing that we... You know, I think we struggled early of being mindful, just just not always thinking about what yeah. I want and yeah. about you missed this and you didn't do this for me and you did. But but what is he going through? Right. Being, Put yourself in your spouse's yeah. shoes, if you will, for what's, a second. And, what's and their just, perspective? What's empathy. Their pers- empathy. And and like you you said today's your your uh, anniversary of your your first date. Mm-hmm. That's being mindful. It you is. remembered that. That's living that's consciously. Consciously mm-hmm. living living that you're just not constantly thinking about right. you 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 you. What do I need 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 need? But what what's going on here, and what can I do for him today that's going to make him think, wow, you know, she thought about me, and that was a conscious effort. Because so. right now, I'm so moved by this that when <laughs> we're done, tear. I'm going to go buy Melissa a gift, and, and I'm just hoping Walgreens is open. <laughs> she, she got a smoothie. I got it. Well, I forget the gift, yeah. right? Yeah. She just spent 11 well. bucks on a smoothie. <laughs> it was six. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Well. Well, Melissa, thank you for joining us. I think overall, a lot of what you all said was just, if we could get these rhythms, negotiation, thinking about one another, sticking with it, and our marriage rhythm, boy, it could be a rich marriage. Mm -hmm. And if you hold optimism Mm -hmm. out in front of you, you know what I mean? If if you think about if you're if you're working out or something, you know, you you go to a gym, the first day, you feel great because you did it. Mm And two days later, man, you feel like you were in a car wreck. But you know if you stay at it, there is a good outcome down the the, the road. And and I think that's what Melissa and I would really want to communicate. Stay Stay at it. it. Because marriage, even if it's bumpy now, and even if it's challenging now. And for us, I I think we had very different ideas on raising kids. Mm -hmm. and, And there were a lot of challenges in that. But there can be something great down the road if you just hang Hang in in there there and put God first. I agree. We want to thank Melissa for being with us today. And thank you for joining us for Navigating Change with Shane and Mike. We'd love for you to subscribe, share, and review our podcast. If you'd like to hear more from Shane or I, visit our websites, RevShaneBishop.com or RevMikeWu.com. We'll talk with you next time. Make sure that you keep the change.